I'm trying my best. Because I don't usually rock a cup with tea. I'm not Kermit the Frog I'm sipping my tea. I, I got sucked into a trap. Okay. Help me out, Stan. I got stuck into a trap, sucked into a trap. Because on, on Thursday, at a practice, the kids at the end, these crazy football warriors, came up to me and said, Coach, you are in charge of the jumping jacks. Now, the way we do the jumping jacks is you start off with a clap. So I'm going to have you guys practice and do what we do every single day. I'll say, everybody clap it up. And you guys start clapping, 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 clapping. Stop, stop. Everybody clap it up. Golf claps, golf claps, golf claps. No, no, no. It's like violently clapping where your hands are breaking. So I'm like, everybody clap it up. And they're, they're clapping. And I always scold them because sometimes when I throw out a name, I say, Joe, you're on the claps, or Kimo, you're on the claps, and maybe they're a quiet person. And then when they do it, they're like, everybody clap it up. <laughs> and I jump on them like a coach would, and I say, louder. So when they called me out, I couldn't not bring the thunder. But as I got into the trap, my voice cracked like a teenage boy. And something broke in the natural. My vocal cords were all a mess. And I started freaking out because I knew on Sunday we were going to have droves of people like coming to. We're going to have activities. It's going to be one service. I dreamed about this moment where I get to talk to kids. Like Vanessa never invites me to talk to the kids at Kids Church. I would love to go in and share my, my intricate stories about all the different warriors in the Bible that overcame obstacles. And I would do all these animations at Kids Church, but I never get the invite. So I make these Ohana services once in a while, selfishly, so I could talk with the kids and with the youth. And um, I'm so excited today that we have this family service. Ray talked about Seek Week. And how many guys came out to Seek Week? Raise your hand. I want to see you. All right. One of the amazing moments that we had at Seek Week, Coach Abu challenged everybody, families, come to the altar and get the power of God's blessing, which is unity. Blessing equals unity. Where there's unity, God commands a blessing. And I saw droves of family members come up and say, I am not going to allow the devil in our household anymore to cause division, separation, and bring in thoughts of discouragement. And it was so amazing to watch all of these families get fired up with the power of God. And that moment wasn't just for Thursday. We were believing for this day right here, and I'm so excited to be able to give you this word. We've been in this series for two months, and this is the culminating moment together that you were made for greatness. There was two great wins yesterday. Now, obviously, I think everybody in the state thought that Kahuku was going to win the Open OIA title. Okay, we'll just say that they won it. 
but in the Division One, coming from behind, and I know we got some proud Nanakulians, but there's some proud Waipahu Marauders today, because the Waipahu Marauders came back and took down IAEA for the OIA Division One title. But you couldn't escape. If you got any social media tied to the Hawks, baby, there was on Nanakuli Ave, just a parade of people going up. Like it was crazy and wild to watch a community come together because they believed in a together mentality and they won together as families. So with Coach Alex and Coach Devin and all the Nalakuli Hawks that are in the house, Caleb got called up from the JV. Now he's playing on varsity. Don't sleep on Caleb, man. He might be 80 pounds soaking wet, but that guy brings the fire. You don't need to be big, okay? If, you, if, you, if it just was about being big, then a lot of people would be in the NFL, okay? He got power. He got dynamite in him. He's like a little dynamite in a bottle. But when you talk about winning a championship, like, that's always like a, like, I, I hope we get there. But any coach will tell you, they're not preaching every day about winning a championship. They're preaching every day about taking care of the little things taking care of the details, taking care of the small things. It's that culmination of all these great little things that happened in a season that got you to that point. Right, coach? The little things. As much as the little things got them to an OIA championship, it's the same little things that can take you out of the game. We've been looking at King David for this entire series, this entire month, and we saw the great exploits. He taking down, kicking bears, kicking lions, taking down the New York Giants. I mean, he was going on an exploit of winning battles. And then he gets to become like mini king. And then he gets appointed to become king over all of Israel. And constantly he's in a habit of going into a season of battle and then having to win and having to war and having to battle, having to win, having to war in a cycle of fighting. Now, when coaches go on the field of battle, there's referees. There's penalties that are thrown if someone gets cracked back, if someone gets like hold, if there's a holding, penal, uh, referees will call a penalty. David was playing the game of life where if you lose, you die. And that weight as a human being to know every single moment, this could be my last moment. This could be my last breath. But he knew that the hand of God was on his life that I'm still going to go into battle and fight anyway. And he did that for a decade. Battle after battle after battle. David is not superhuman. He just has a superhero God that is in and through him. But he's just like you and I. He gets tired. He looked at his situation. He's like, I'm just tired. I just need to rest and relax. I need a pedicure. I need to sit down. I just need some me time. I need some me time. My plate's full. I need to rest and relax. So we're in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 11. Our Bible will be behind me on this big digital screen. I think we should have it 
there. It's from the OG notes. It says this. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war. So what do we have established? That when it's springtime, kings battle. They fight. They go ahead and pounce on enemy tribes. You do that every spring. Now, in Native Hawaiian culture, in this season right now, we're not in the spring. We're in Makihiki. And you just relax. You play games like the games we're going to play outside. You chill. You get into chill mode, but not in the spring. In the springtime, when kings go off to war, it's known that kings don't sit in the palace. They go on their chariots. They get their armaments on, and it's go time. It's time to fight. It's time to war. It's time to go off into battle. This time, however, we find King David resting and relaxing, refreshing and restoring, staycation galore in the palace. And instead of going out into war, he sent out Joash, Joab. Sometimes I don't get my youth guy in the house because he's on the courts and they're doing all kinds of different activities and I secretly want to be in your shoes and play basketball on Sundays. I want to play basketball. I like basketball. David sends out Joab to do his work and they go out and they obliterate the competition. The Bible says that David remained in the palace. The enemy will always try to get you into isolation and try to steal your attention when you are all alone. He's walking around the palace and he's bored. I'm so bored. I just want to walk around. And he starts going on to the walls. Now in those days, there's like a wall and there's a space here where people do commerce. Like they go ahead and slang their Jesus slippers at the swamp meet or whatever they sell in this little space in between the wall. And there's the outer wall of the palace that keeps everybody out that's not meant to be inside. And so he's just cruising on the top of the wall and he's walking and doing the balancing act and trying to record another TikTok to go viral. And he just stops and he pauses and he sees someone freshening up in an area and Something catches his eye. Now, we got the teenagers in the house. Everything in the world catches their eye. And they get glued. And it's not the acknowledging of something spectacular in front of their face. It's staying there and getting fixated on something that you shouldn't let your eyes be fixated on. I want to entitle my message this morning, Keep Watch. Keep Watch. There's a difference from keeping watch and keep watching. When you keep watch, you're alert. You're focused. You're just like eagle eye. Keep watch. Making sure nothing tries to attack my area of my life. When you keep watching, you get distracted. You get fixated on an idea that might not be from him, and you start to stare and start to look. Scientists 
that um, have done this study. You might have seen it on your social media. A mom comes in with a plate. For the demonstration, it's supposed to be cookies, but I didn't bake today. So I got right and left Twix on my plate. Now, in the wrapper, there is cookies. So just imagine, this is delicious, homemade, Auntie Mae, homemade, homemade cookies. And they sit down with these two little kids. They're like four years old. And they present the plate before the two little kids and say, you can eat these cookies right now, devour them, or wait for a couple of minutes, and then I'll come back with a bag, a tray of the most cookies you can imagine. You just gotta wait and be patient. And so they leave the plate down right in front of the kid. She's like, why are you coming near me? Leaves it right in front of the kid, boom. And they walk out the room, please balance. Oh Jesus, stay right there. They walk out the room. It's the little things that will make you fall in life if you're not careful. So Auntie May's holding it right in front of their eyes. The scientists leave the room and the kids start staring. It's like, ooh, that looks so good. Sniff the cookie. They, they, in, the sh in the video, they rub the cookie. I don't know why. Like, why would this taste good? I get it closer right here. No, 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 no. They said, wait. If I wait, but it looks so good. You just start staring and watching, and only 60 seconds go by. I just want to sniff this thing. I just tasted. I didn't even eat the whole thing. I put it back. Not today, Auntie May. Not today. I don't eat the cookie. I eat the cookie. It was a minute and a half. A minute and a half. Just staring and watching and looking at the cookie. Instead of waiting, the scientist comes in. And look, cookie's gone. They have a bag of cookies ready to bless them with if they just waited and were patient and then fall into the trap of keep watching. Can we keep watch this morning? Can we keep watch this morning? The three simple things I want to leave you with today with my short time that I have because the leadership team said don't speak long. We got a whole bunch of activities outside. That took us good. I didn't eat breakfast. <laughs> I fasted for you. Watch your soil. Write it down. Watch your soil. Watch your circle. Watch the Savior. Watch your soil. Watch your circle. Watch the, the Savior. I'm on old man steez. I love waking up and tending to my lawn. Seashore past Palom.
in the front. He was like, what is this T-shirt, Pastor Pala? Go to Coppola Golf Course and see an amazing green that is seashore past Palm. And in my front yard, when I get out my McLean front reel mower that I bought for 100 bucks on Craigslist, great deals. And you start to mow and you keep it level, it's like you are walking on a Coppola golf course. It's amazing. In the back, I got a different lawn. I got it from Dr. Josh Vidding, the king of zoysia grass. And in 2007, he said, you got dirt in the backyard. You need a lawn. I'm building my house. Just take my lawn. And I said, okay. And he put in these patches of zoysia grass in the backyard. And it looked horrendous in the beginning stages, but it started to grow and the root system is super tight and strong that when it comes together, it chokes out every single weed that tries to come into the lawn. But the seashore pass pollen is different. It's so frustrating. I make that thing level and nice and pretty and good so that when friends come over, I can flex about my front yard. I leave that thing unattended for four days. I did not plant any weed in that yard. Didn't go to Home Depot and say, hey, do you got a bunch of seeds for weeds? I would love to just plant them here, all of my amazing lawn. I leave it unattended and things are growing that did not belong there because the root system is weak. There's plots on the, on the lawn where if it's not tended to regularly, weeds will come up. That's the nature of our heart. We could come on a Thursday and start screaming Jesus, praying to Jesus. Oh, God, you got my family. I love my wife. I love my kids. It's so amazing. I'm here in the moment. I'm feeling good. I got the spirit all on me. I'm praying. We're here. We're making a difference. My heart is just in the right spot Friday. We're at Walmart and the devil just comes out and you're speaking obscenities to your beautiful wife that was standing right by your side and scolding in the name of Jesus with a heavy hand on the kids that are not listening to you in the minivan ride home. We were on a Thursday crying out to God, but in a moment our hearts can change and switch. So it's important that we watch the soil. My wife calls it out on me all the time. All the time. How can you do what you do and then do that? I'm broken. <laughs> I'm a broken human. And I know that she knows that. But she holds me up to a higher standard. Friends, when we get into his presence, like we sang this morning, when you lock yourself into your prayer closet, 
at home and literally chase and scream after God to the point where you lose your voice like I did. There is something that happens to the soil of your heart that weeds out the things that the enemy plants there. David was walking in the palace all by himself. The enemy prowls like a roaring lion. And it's specific why the Bible says that the devil is like the lion. Because if you ever did a study on National Geographic about lions, they wait patiently and stalk their prey. And watch for that striped zebra, that one that has the, the limpy walk. And he gets scolded by his mom and he doesn't listen. And he kind of goes off the, the path. The, the lion doesn't pounce on him when he goes off the path just a little bit. He just waits and he looks at your pattern. He studies your pattern. He's like, I'm just going to study and wait. And when the right time hits and I'm tired of fasting for two weeks, I want to eat some zebra. I'll watch. And he doesn't attack the alpha male. He doesn't attack the ones that are in the fold running with the zebra. He waits for the one that gets led astray, that goes away from the pack, that stays in isolation. <laughs> Pounces on him. Still got it. <laughs> Gonna need an ice bath after this message. You were never meant to be by yourself. You got to cry out to God by yourself. But God has called us to watch our soil, but also to watch our circle. The people that we bear arms with. I was panicking. I got to speak on Sunday. I have no voice. So I'm driving around in the morning. God, sore. I can barely speak. And Stan doesn't like to turn up the volume. He makes me just strain my voice over here. And I'm just straining, straining, straining. Just joking. It's good. I'm riding around in the morning and a thought comes in my head. I got the intercessors. They're praying at the couple courthouse system. They're there. Now it's like 8.52. They're at the tail end of the prayer. And I'm like, I don't want to invade them. So shame. Just come up. Hey, guys, can you pray for me? I said, no, I'm not going to listen to the lie of the devil that wants to keep me in isolation to deal with this issue all by myself. So I swallowed my pride. I literally left the truck on. I parked illegally. I'm sorry, Lord. Illegally on the sidewalk right where they were praying. I got out of the thing. Kaleo was like in deep prayer. And I was like, hey, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm like totally right Uncle Manny and he was calling it out and once they stopped they opened up their eyes like what are you doing here you weren't here before I said friends I'm just super ashamed to ask you for prayer because I, I can't speak too well and this is Saturday and it was worse would you mind laying hands Uncle Manny literally knocked me out <laughs> Now I have a black eye. 
and vocal cords because I know I got a circle of brothers and sisters that got my back. I got a text thread of brothers. I do one before I even, before I even send sometimes. I got brother Joe, just like, I got you, Oos. I got you, Oos. I think I never send the text yet. I got, don't worry, I, whatever, you, whatever you need, I got you. I will cover you in prayer. In the spring, when kings go off to war, they war with their brothers in arms. David, however, sat in the palace and pushed his circle of protection out of the palace and dealt with everything that he needed to deal with all by himself. Does this sound like someone in here who just wants to deal with all of the pounding of life all by yourself because you don't want to make shame and you don't want to ask for help and you don't want to think what other people think about you so you just get into this pattern of thinking like what, what are they going to think about me if I sound like Kermit the Frog like scratchy like whatever my voice is you, you swallow your pride to get into the circle to get into the circle to surround yourself with people that have your best interests in mind. The enemy says they're gonna judge you. I had to get the, the least looking like, so you guys didn't rush me. I know some of you guys have like law enforcement. This is a Nerf gun, Nerf bullets. It still stings and it hits you. And he literally just shoots a thought while you're in isolation. I was in youth ministry with Selena. So as much as she has beautiful makeup right now, she is going to have less makeup right in the smack dab of her forehead. And he starts to plan a thought in her mind that she can live life all by herself and not have to surround herself with people to walk along the way. When you wanna live this thing out and make it count for your purpose and destiny, for the time that you're here on earth, you gotta watch your soil, you gotta watch your circle. God got things lined up for you so you can succeed. You don't need a fall. David didn't need a fall. He didn't need to fall. He kept watching the right and left twigs. He just kept watching. If his brothers were there, I'd grab that turkey. What are you thinking? What do you think? Benaiah, he's like the 20-time champ MMA fighter was one of his mighty men. Benaiah would have been. What the hell are you looking at? Why do you keep watching? Why do you keep chasing? Why, why are you not with your brothers right here? Why are you? He was tired. I just want to relax. This is my season to relax. I just want to relax. Good. You relax all by yourself. It's only a matter of time. I've been in church a long time. Long time. 
you stay by yourself, you stay in your fields, you stay in isolation, you get taken out by a thought. Not even a fire, not even a katana, a thought. God's not going to be with you. God's not for you. God's against you. Just have fun. Just have fun. Just have fun in life. Oh, yeah, I just have fun. But if you're around your brothers, keeping you accountable, keeping you tight in the fold, you start hearing their voices above the thoughts of the enemy. That's how this thing works. I get into my small group. I had the hardest three weeks. At the hardest three weeks. Yes, the guy that speaks on the microphone. I had the hardest three weeks. And I sat in front of my brothers and I unloaded and I shared. And then a confidence and a strength came through because I knew that they had my back. I did. I captured every thought of the enemy. He's shooting my mind with these thoughts. I captured every thought of the enemy and I make it obedient to Christ. And then when I make it obedient to Christ, I got to stomp on it with the authority that God gives me because greater is he that is in you than those thoughts that we make bigger than God. We make these little thoughts bigger than him when the greater God lives on the inside of us. Watch your soil. Watch your circle. Watch the Savior. I can be a helicopter parent. I can. I can tell all my kids, you can't watch blank, you can't watch blank, you can't do this, you can't do that. You can't play this game, you can't, that, you can't participate in this activity, you can't watch this. You can't definitely watch that show. You can't listen to this music, you can't listen to that song. I can do all of that, but I'd rather teach them to keep watching Jesus. Because when my mind is flooded with Christ, when I start to keep my eyes fixated on Jesus, it's not about not watching something, it's about keep watching him. It's not about, I'm just going to cut out all of the, I'm telling you, the, the images are already in their mind. Go to elementary, third grade. They're already talking about blank, blank, and the other. Kids, iPhones, blank, did you see this? And blah, 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 blah. That's forever in their minds. Forever. It's in their minds. So if I know that, I want to go opposite and flood our next generation with the gospel, with Christ, with the spirit. Flood them because they're not going to be taken out of the world that we live in. It's dark, we know. So I'm not going to just keep, don't die, die, don't bang, blank, bang. And just say, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. What I'm going to do is have conversations and get their eyes fixated on watching the Savior. Watching Christ. How, do I, how often do I have to watch this book of the law? The word of God is Jesus. Shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night, for thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then he shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. So instead of me taking away all of the devil's schemes that are on the internet, that are and there's a ton of things we have to have, parental guidance on. I know that. But instead of spending my energy on taking away and not watch that, I want to teach him how to watch him. 
It's my responsibility to disciple my kids so that they watch Jesus. They follow Jesus. I love what Joash says. It's my responsibility as dad in the house to get my kids to watch and follow after the Savior. Trying to save you guys a whole bunch of hell of trying to like take away and not do this. Watch your soil. Watch your circle. Keep watching the Savior.